welcome back to another What's Up podcast. This is Becca Martin-Brown, and I'm joined today by Joseph Farmer, the Executive Director of Arkansas Public Theater in Rogers, Chris Isham, who is playing Torvald in the current production of A Doll's House Part Two, and Kate Taylor-Williams, who is playing the lead in the same show. And we're going to talk about that show for you, or we're going to digress and talk about something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, Joey, what spoke to you about this show? Uh, I think it's a great piece. Uh, it's got a nice mix of intrigue. Uh, there's a lot of humor. Uh, deals with relationships and how we interact within our relationships. And it deals with marriage and divorce and a lot of uh, different aspects. So it was a really cool script uh, to, to look at a sequel to a classic like <laughs> Doll's House. Like where could this possibly go? And I think the playwright's done a magnificent job of... Uh, taking these characters and fleshing them out and what would happen after somebody has left abruptly after 15 years. When you two saw the audition notice, was your first reaction, gosh, I didn't know that Ibsen's Dollhouse needed a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't really right. I don't know. No, that wasn't my response. My response, given my demographic was, oh, there's a role for me in this. That was my response. (laughs) And what a role, though. And what a role. It's a fabulous role. You know, it's 100 pages of script. I come on on page 7, which is technically the first page of script. I leave on 107. Pretty much, you know, the stage manager said, do you need anything backstage during the show? I'm like, no, I'm good. You won't see me once the lights start. So I'll be back when it's over. I'll be back when it's over, right. Does it seem to you like there's a lot of monologues, and it seems Mm -hmm. like there's no real hook between your monologue and Chris, your next lines. Was it difficult to learn? No, I don't think so. I think a lot of this is um, a natural progression in the conversation. And if you think about these characters who've had 15 years of space to either go and live the life that, that Nora lives or in Torvald's case, um, trying to move on um, in, in uh, a, a period of time where he's, he, I, think, I think he has c- clearly moved on, but he's not expecting what's about to happen when the show begins. Uh, so it catches him off guard, and the conversations that, I ha- that happen, I think, are very organic. I think it's written very organically. Um, so it, made, it makes a lot of sense when you're trying to remember what lines are coming up, where you're moving from this to that. Uh, because it's so organic, I think, I think one natural. of the things you told me is that it's a uh, that they're it's a conversation about conversations. Mm-hmm. And after 15 years, you'd have a lot to say to each other. One would imagine. Yes, we discovered that is true. I think he's try He's true. He's, Chris is, is correct that the conversations back and forth dialogue part is is relatively easy. It's natural. Now I do have like my favorite line, which is four pages. So so to say that they're not challenging, some of them are more challenging than others. You know, you you learn the chunks and then you learn to connect the chunks. So I I, I think I finally have them all connected. Only occasionally does a little piece fall out. But, you know, it's live theater and that happens. Every show will be different. But they're all going to be fabulous. If if you're interested in previewing the intensity of the show, the photos that were taken at a rehearsal two weeks before the show opens will show you that intensity. I was flipping through the ones I took. Oh my! Is it... What's that? There is a fight scene. No, it's not WWE. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. What is that fight scene? Still tweaking, right? Right. 
What is that like? What is, is it that, like for like particularly the end or the uh, that particular the build scene up or? and that particular scene and the mm-hmm. the experience of being that intense on stage? It takes well, I mean, it takes some time. It's not that long. The lines aren't that long. The scene's not that long. But when you're being that intense and that focused and that loud, mm-hmm. yeah. So what? It is challenging because in in real life, if there's an exchange like that that happens, um, frequently neither person is really listening to the other. And if someone's watching, you just sort of watch. It's like a fencing match. It all takes place in a matter of seconds, and you don't really know who's landed what blow until they sort of step away and someone tells you what happens. It's different in a stage production where you've got to slow this down to some extent so that the audience can listen to and hear and appreciate who's landing which uh-huh. strike, um, but you've got to keep that intensity so that they're not taken out of the moment thinking, oh, they're intentionally slowing this down so that I can watch this. They get sucked into this. And what's interesting is every time we've rehearsed this and there's someone new in the audience um, just you know, hanging out watching, watching the rehearsal, uh, you can tell people are either holding their breath, like the, 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 the energy in the room has gone completely silent and still by the end of that. And I think that's that's uh, a real rewarding thing. As someone on stage who, you know, that's a rewarding sensation to have up there because you know you've, you've got their attention. Uh, you know that they've been sucked in to enjoy this sort of explosive moment that they know these, these characters who have decades of baggage uh, <laughs> and unspoken yep. emotions and thoughts and experiences, and it all comes out at once. I don't think that's when anybody will be wrestling to open their peppermint. <laughs> I don't well, we hope they that. aren't ever wrestling <laughs> to peppermint. <laughs> Tell me about the other two characters. There's four characters in this play. Tell me about the other two characters. Well, the first character on stage is Anne-Marie, who is the housemaid, nanny. Um, she raised me, and since I walked out 15 years ago, she's also raised my children. Played by Jan Reed Moeller. Yes. So Jan and I have known each other for about eight years. It's really fun to do this show with her. And I think Joey says we play off each other very well. And I think our yeah. friendship is part of that. It's, it's Our scenes are a lot of fun. Um, so she, of course, has an opinion about what's been going on and what happened 15 years ago. The other character is my daughter, Emmy, whom I last saw when she was three. So that's an unexpected scene for Nora because she has she does not want to see the children. She's not been part of their lives for 15 years. It's going to be a big mistake, and ultimately that's what it comes down to. To solve her dilemma, she's going to have to meet her daughter. So that's a challenge. We have a, a great young actress, Rebecca Longton, is playing. She's a sophomore, going to be a junior at Bentonville High School, and she's playing my daughter, Emmy. So I got the feeling that there's a lot of Juliet's nurse in Anne-Marie. Yes. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. And did you direct to that? I didn't necessarily direct to that. I mean, Jan is a phenomenal actress, and you give her a little bit of direction, and she will take that and cultivate it and mold it into something completely different. Uh, we're very blessed with a, a extremely talented cast, and just to watch these guys every night is so exciting for me. How hard is it... I think of noises off and the director running out of the lobby of the theater. Mm-hmm. You know, how hard is it to watch this baby stand up and you can't do anything? It's walking now on its own. It's it's part of the process, whether you like it or not. <laughs> there eventually comes a point to where we will have our uh, final dress rehearsal tonight, and we will have friends and family night on Thursday, 
and then it's out into the world. And I think we've worked our hardest, we've put in the time, we've worked through the script, we've tried to find the comic bits, we've tried to find the dramatic bits, and we found them and then some. So I think we're ready. We're ready to put this baby out into the world and let her walk around. Let's address the idea that although this is done in period costume, it's what, the end of the 1800s? 1894, I think, is the Mm -hmm. setting date, yes. Although it's done in period costumes, it is not period language. There is some language. You didn't see the little quotation marks there in it. (laughs) What do you want people to know about this show? I almost wrote a lead that said it's like Cosmo 1894. What do you do 15 years after the breakup? (laughs) (laughs) Because it feels very modern. So, so what's what's the question exactly? I'm not clear what the question is. I don't know if I remember what the question was. <laughs> uh, what do you want people to know about this show? If they think Doll's House, eh. I think Doll's House, Ibsen, drama. And it's got some drama, but I'd call it a dramedy. Because like Joey said, we found the humor, we found the comedy. And there we hear, and then Chris said, when we have people sitting in on a rehearsal, we hear... A lot of chuckles. Mm-hmm. A lot of chuckles. So so if you go, oh, I can't go to Doll's House. That's too serious. It's, it's a classic. This was on Broadway only two years ago. It's a fresh, modern play. It's got a modern take. Everybody has a position. You don't come out of the theater, I think, saying that one person won. I mean, I, mm. you know, we're, we're hoping it generates discussion about all the issues. We bring up communication and everything else. And I think it's important that um, that people not be scared away by the part two uh, aspect of this. I, I think, I think to some extent, the part two of the title is tongue in cheek. Uh, the language is contemporary. Um, the because the language is contemporary, the body language is contemporary. Everything's contemporary about this, so it's going to be approachable. Uh, Anne Marie and Nora very clearly lay out all of the exposition of the original Doll's House right in the first 15 minutes of, yep. of the show. So you don't need to go read Doll's House, the original. You <laughs> right. don't need to go watch, you know. No research production. is required before you right. come you and you can just walk enjoy. in and, uh, you know, that's, the original is treated as exposition of this standalone piece. Uh, so I, I think uh, it's very approachable. I don't think anyone should be, you know, scared to, to walk in uh, having to do homework before they come in. No, well, as the playwright had said, you know, it's, it's kind of audacious to think you're going to take Doll's House, this classic, and do a part two. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how, I mean, that's pretty bold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it worked really well because it went directly to Broadway, which doesn't happen that often. But the script right. was so strong. They had their cast already in place. They workshopped it a couple times. Boom, opened on Broadway, got eight Tony nominations. I read an interview with a playwright, and he had said after, uh, Years and years and years, people would ask him, what's your next project? What's your next project? And jokingly, he would be like, I'm going to write a sequel to Doll's House. I'm going to write Doll's House Part 2. And that it became such a joke that eventually he was like, well, I guess i got to do this. (laughs) But he could have called it anything. I mean, because it has... That's the point I was hoping we would make, is that you don't need to know or love Ibsen's original. Correct. Correct. To walk into this show and just be swept... I come to rehearsal two weeks before the show opens, so I'm seeing a, a baby, right? Mm-hmm. And this one, I was like, oh, it's a dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what we want people to don't do that yeah. <laughs> because I was really mesmerized by it and terribly disappointed we didn't. I didn't see the whole show, although I had read it because I usually read the script first. And this but stands you have your up tickets, a lot right? better. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. This stands up a lot better than 
it reads on paper. So yeah, and then a, we've discussed that very read. thing. It is mm-hmm. definitely a strange read. And having read the script and having auditions and get this group of actors together and we sit down, we have our first read through, and it's like, oh, oh there's yeah. the comedy. Mm-hmm. This right. is this it has is to funny. Be, it has to be heard and seen. The reading is not doing justice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a it's not an easy read, and 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 it's it's a long read. It's a you know, hundred page. Well, script. there are all those dot dot dots. There, and you're yeah. doing? Are you doing intermission? Or are you going straight through? No. Straight through, baby. Okay. Straight so it'll through. be about an hour and a half. No. Yeah, a little well, bit. Seventy, eighty minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah eighty minutes ish. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Lots of applause and laughter. I hope we'll stretch out our <laughs> runtime. No reason to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle. No. Oh no, you can't. You, you can really can't definitely do that. Last till the no. end. You will miss something important. You will if miss you do something that. important. It's pretty fast and furious. I mean, the the jokes and the banter and the the lines. Everything goes by pretty quick. I don't think there's really a dull moment. It's a really tight script as far as the story goes. There's not a lot of wasted time right. or like B stories or C stories. It's pretty. Cut Pretty much dry. one one storyline, and we've added some great technical things. You know, we Tech Week started Sunday, so some things you didn't have the opportunity to see with lights and sound, and because it's not a tech heavy show and, and costuming and makeup. I mean, you know, that makes all the difference. I yeah. can yeah. tell you that Kate looks absolutely gorgeous in the period costume. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, actually, so does Chris. So <laughs> very distinguished. Very, it's very distinguished. Thank very you all for dress. coming to talk to us, and I hope you all go see this show. It really is quite fabulous. Thank you, Becca. Thank you. Thank you.